0: You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 762. Legionnaires 25. Gimme, gimme, shock treatment. Welcome to episode 762 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and uh, today I am watch the backyard. It is uh, um, it is watch the backyard, lad. That is, um, it is dangerous back there. Not just because of the fireworks. I was just telling the guys that the uh, one of the over behind neighbors is uh, is setting off. Um, you know, no biggie on that. Uh, just, you know, as long as it doesn't pick up on my microphone. Uh, but what I mean is if you are a rabbit, huh. once again, you want to steer clear of my backyard. Um, the fierce Puggles, uh, have huh. ferreted out another, uh, group of rabbits. And this time it was the other one who got it. And, uh, it involves a lot of the coaxing of, uh, uh, you know, I, I was out at the time, but, uh, Jan had to uh, you know, basically get the dog to put it down. And um, and so uh we we aren't sure yet if there's kind of a a little uh nest of them um, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the garden. It's just a bit that's a, a bit overridden with gout weed, so it's hard to tell. So we're gonna take a closer look tomorrow. And uh, but I feel I feel there needs to be a sign, you know, uh letting them know that this is like you know, hell for rabbits. You know, uh, you want to <laughs> stay out. I'm gonna put up a big sign: "Abandon all hop, ye who enter here." And uh, and maybe that'll oh, help. come on! Maybe,
1: maybe a nice drawing of Elmer Fudd <laughs> <Hood>, pulling gear. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: All Abandon all hop. Really, you're gonna pull that one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. <laughs> yeah. As I say,
1: almost every week. Clans are the lowest form of comedy, but also my favorite.
0: There you go. There you go. Exactly. Um, But yes, the uh, yeah, a a picture of Elmer Fudd. Well, although you know, maybe they'll have them just feeling smarter than they are. Um, You know, they'll be uh, they'll be trying to uh, to set traps for them. And um, hmm, yeah, at some point someone's going to be steaming up somebody else's glasses. I I can't remember exactly how that one went. But anyway, so uh yes, it has been um uh, a difficult day for those who uh who enjoy the company of these dogs. And um I said to uh to Ella, it's like, Oh, I'm glad Phoebe sleeps in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Can I brush her teeth? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, yeah, it's been it's been something. This is the uh this this is what happens and uh and now they are setting off fireworks in in uh in honor of our fallen bunny. Mm-hmm. Um so um uh with with that Travis what is going on in the in the south?
1: Hey everybody, this is Travis Ellisor and this weekend I finally got to really be Zelda lad. I I got that game last week and barely got to play it. But this weekend was different. Saturday and Sunday, I didn't have a whole lot to do, so I put in some hours. Nice. Um, have you have
3: you engineered your mecha suit yet?
1: I not a what? suit, but I have built some stuff. I have built some flying mechanisms, and boats, and cars, and
3: the 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 gimmick of this game is that there's a very like robust building mechanic where you can assemble like vehicles and such. It's very impressive what people have been making with yeah, it. It's, oh.
1: it's pretty interesting. And and uh, I had read, because instead of putting it all together, like if you make something that's actually is successful, like most of the things you build are going to be very awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you build something really cool, there is a, an ability you can get, I don't know how far into the game you're supposed to get it. Uh, where it's an auto build where it can recall something you built before and just automatically do it if you've got the materials again.
3: Oh, that's not even available at the default. I haven't played it yet. Um, I'll be honest, I uh, I never finished Breath of the Wild and mm. I picked it up again last this week actually playing Breath of the Wild and remembered why I kind of don't like Breath of the Wild. So <laughs> I, I'm feeling like Tears of the Kingdom just might not be for me either.
1: No, probably not, but that's okay. But uh, anyway, so I yeah. Like, like, a, like a good lad, I saw uh, a post on the Reddit, and uh, they were saying through this auto build that you can technically go get it at almost any time in the game. You just don't, it's like you go get it and a boss shows up, and if you're not, like, really, ready? really ready, that boss is going to destroy you. Uh, but I saw someone in the comments just say, hey, <laughs> get the <laughs> ability, the boss shows up, you can run away. You don't have nope. to fight him. And I was like, and someone else was questioning it immediately. Like, no, I don't think you can run away. And I was like, well, I'm going to try. You can run away. <laughs> it's, run a, away. It's, an op-
0: it's an open run world away. game. You can do anything. Oh, take a drink.
1: No, technically, he puts like a, a force field arena around you where you can't run away. I, see, I hear what people are saying. Right. But you can fast travel back to like your home base.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Your save point thing. So just, you just do that. And I looked and if you go back, he's still waiting the like just waiting for the fight to start. And I was like, Okay, I can do that at a later time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So now the the cars and boats and weird rocket contraptions and other monstrosities that I build, uh, I can redo. I it's very interesting in that that there's do
3: You solve all your Korok seed problems with rockets?
1: No, I've solved one. Uh I attached uh Korok to a rocket and flew him across a river. But I don't have enough rockets to solve all of them that way. But uh-huh. yeah, it's very it's very much the problems with building things is that there's lots of solutions. Uh I got to one place where you have to get like really up high and uh I I don't know what the intended solution is. Probably building a flying machine, something like that. I don't know. I built the world's longest ramp. I don't know how long the game will technically let you build it, but I built a ramp so long. I just go in and found more planks of boards and attach more and more and more and more. It was so big. Like when I went to turn it, I was knocking down trees and stuff because they, they were very far <laughs> away from me. Yeah. It was, it was an amazing bridge I built. Um, nice. But I am having a lot of fun with the game. I'm sticking Sticking really to the first area this whole time, but I'm I'm like a hundred percent completer type. So everything in that area, I want to finish before I leave, which is not how most people do it. Okay. So I, you know, most people I think get to the first area and they've got like like the four Korok Seas, I don't know how many are in this game, but most people may go through that with like five. Whereas I've got almost a hundred now because I just keep at it. Nice. I just I I that's my task. I don't care about winning the game. I just want to do that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's what I've been doing like all weekend. Like a, like a, like I'm a gamer, which I'm totally not (laughs) over to you, Mr. Michael.
2: Uh, Hi everybody. Um, I am uh, this week. I am. I need a vacation to recover from my vacation lad. (laughs) Uh, I am also, I have no idea what Travis and Jim are talking about lad. Biddy games, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I got back from my uh, my vacation on Tuesday. Um, I was on a cruise for eight days, and then London for five days, and then Normandy for two days, wow. uh, and then overnight in Paris for the last night. And Tuesday. Um, I was up for 24 hours before going to bed. And I decided that I was going to uh go back to work the next day, which oh wow was which was not terribly bad when you're traveling from uh east to west. Jet lag is a lot easier, but um you know I also uh laid down for a one hour nap and then three and a half hours later woke back up. Um but uh, uh, my feet hurt and I need a back rub. But I had a lot of fun. And awesome. Uh, I unfortunately did not get to go to SW6 Land. I know I know where it is on the map, but I just didn't get a chance to go there.
0: <laughs> That's okay. At least now we can see more than just your forehead. Yes. Yeah.
2: Uh, I did uh, see a lot of place names that everywhere I turned reminded me of a Monty Python skit.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to Westminster Abbey and here is the tomb of a queen. And this particular queen was Mary, Queen of Scots. And uh, I keep hearing, are you Mary, Queen of Scots? I am. And then there's lots of crashes and bangs and booms. as They totally destroy her. And then she says, I'm not dead yet or something like that. <laughs> I got better. Yeah, I got better. Yeah, so so it was the Land of Monty Python references, and and I I would have been taking a lot of drinks if I hadn't already been drinking.
0: There you go. (laughs) You were given purpose for all of those. Yes. Nice. So uh,
2: uh, I am back in the saddle today, and uh, I'll be around. You're stuck with me for at least a little while until I find somewhere else to go.
0: Excellent. Well, it's good to have you back.
2: And that's it for me over
3: to you, Jim. Jim Hey everyone. Hey everyone, I'm Jim Purcell. And I was conflicted about what to be this week, but I think I'm gonna go with Disney is annoying me, lad. Uh D- Disney has decided that um they're going to start delisting shows from their the the Disney Plus platform uh this week. Stuff that wasn't as popular as they had hoped, including such things as Willow, which I still haven't finished yet, which I need to finish because mm-hmm. I do like it, unlike yeah. most people. I liked um, it. Yeah, I think a lot of the criticisms for that show are un unfair. To be completely honest, but I I enjoyed it. Yeah, I just I haven't. It. I just still got two more episodes to watch, so maybe it falls on its face. Maybe I'm just. I've just haven't gotten to the bad part yet. Maybe. Mm. No. I, I, most people can't see. Most people can't seem to get over the uh the like modern day, uh way of talking. And also the odd rock music choices, but you know what? I find both pretty charming here. I honestly yeah. think it works. But uh, other than that, it's just you know kind of annoying to have a streaming platform with all this stuff, and then this stuff goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, it, at least it doesn't seem like they're sending it to IRS hell like uh, Warner has done. Just being delisted. Uh, yeah, melted.
0: and and I mean that. It happens all the time anyway. It's just that it's more surprising when they own the content.
3: Right. Uh, Exactly. It's
0: one thing to say, like, okay, you know, um, we've had Doogie Howser for, you know, X amount of time. But our 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 license agreement was only for uh, two years. So at the end of two years, they decide not to renew. It goes away. And uh, but but well, yeah, when they've made it themselves, it seems odd. It's like why right you know it's like that you don't you just you don't have to feature it on the front page
3: (laughs) my my hope is they're going to take this stuff and license license it out to other platforms Mm -hmm. to to make some more money off of it like like put willow on Tubi or something but who knows Mm -hmm. who knows at this point it's just annoying that now i've got to rush and watch this show uh before the end of this week rather than you know at my own pace yeah totally So that's it for
0: me. All right. Well, well, well. Um, Yeah. So uh, I guess next it comes to, uh, to learn if we have any Legion news. No, nothing, no things being released, no trades being made. Of course not. Because you know, you you, you run out of trades to make when you, uh, when you stop publishing the book. Um alrighty then. So that I guess takes us into um um into into the book. You know, the book. Um Tork. yes. Uh so let's uh le- we're gonna be looking tonight at uh, Legionnaires number twenty five. And uh, he he says as he you know reaches through all the the uh, folders to get to the, uh, the to, to the book.
3: Pretty, pretty cool. This title's
0: gotten issue twenty five. Absolutely, absolutely. Now you know I mean, um, and and again uh, has uh, has gotten there uh, over over two continuities. Of course, the other one has even more. But you know it was kind of the standby series. I mean, it was the one that had been in existence. We actually got a new spinoff of a book that has lasted a couple of years here and, uh, and we'll continue on um, or for quite some time at least. So um, uh, all this is to say that I have found the issue and I'm, and I'm opening it um, in theory.
1: In theory.
0: In theory, which, you know.
3: Do you, you want me to describe the cover?
0: As you... I've got it. I Yes, please do. Okay. Please start with that. Yes.
3: All right. All right. So we got this cover here. It says uh, Legionnaires 25 shock treatment is, is the tagline. And we got a, a, a spark attacking ch- uh, chameleon boy or chameleon. Oh, take, take a drink. drink. Waka waka. And uh, he's all goopy and stretching out of the way. <laughs> Pretty cool cover by Moy. I think this is a Moy cover, although I don't think he does interiors in this issue.
1: Uh, pencils are by Moy, inks by W.C. Karani, colors by Tom McCraw, and that fancy shock treatment logo at the top is by Todd Klein. Oh,
0: man. When Todd Klein was still doing stuff, man. I, I, like, it's simple things, but he just did so many awesome uh, logos and just his treatments stand out. Mm-hmm. All right. So I haven't done one in a while so I'm going to do this one. Um <clears throat> so we uh we open up uh from that awesome cover. I think it, it interesting did uh um Ay- Ayla in using her lightning powers uh loses her pupils.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's not something we normally see but
0: a uh, artist oh. interpretation i'm wondering I yeah con- I, have, I
3: haven't read the i haven't read the contents of this issue maybe it's plot relevant
0: maybe maybe oh good point yeah yeah i get you i get you all right so we get in and the title in here is skin deep and we see imra um saying it's cold in here and damp something smells musty uh guy you gotta stay out of the uh out of the uh, the exercise room, change room. It's no good. It's no good. And uh, we get the roll call. Saturn Girl, Cosmic Boy, Leviathan, Andromeda, Spark, Shrinking Violet, Invisible Kid, XS, Kinetics, and Chameleon. And our guides... What? Sorry? No, no I was going but...
2: to say, uh, Saturn Girl is drawn uh, a little bit older than, uh, than she would normally be. Remember, she is only 15 years old.
0: Uh, yes. Looks like
2: yeah. looks like early twenties.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, she looks young to me. Yeah, the fifteen-year-olds I went to school with did not look like that.
3: No. Well, not maybe not fifteen. I don't think that's twenty-year-old either. Yeah, but uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Um Anyway, ages, ages, ages are weird. It, and maturity's weird in the future.
1: Absolutely.
3: It's, yes.
2: It's comic book anatomy, so.
1: Hmm you know mike collins who drew this was also supposed to do an an andromeda miniseries oh, yeah and oh, uh, interesting i remember him posting about it on twitter a few years ago and he had some design working on apparently it didn't happen for whatever reason i can't remember when exactly it took place if it was around this time or if it was like more when she left during the space nun period i want to say that was one of the designs oh uh-huh. but uh yeah, I need to ask him about that again, or find that old information.
0: That is interesting. Now, I I remember Mike Collins from a uh, mainly from a brief run on Captain Atom. Mm-hmm. I think he took over the book after Broderick left. Um, maybe not immediately after, but maybe, um, I can't remember. But I, I feel like he had kind of the the um, the, the next longest run. Um. Oh, from uh, Mike Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure not, that's the guy. That, that the time seems right.
2: Not no. Mike Collins. Not Mike Collins, the astronaut who went to the moon on Apollo
0: 11.
3: No, that's no, right. no. Mike Mike Collins, I'm vaguely familiar with because he did a bunch of uh "Slain" with Pat Mills in 2000 AD.
0: Oh, that sounds right. He did a lot of back in back in the back in the 80s he did some captain Britain with Alan Davis. Um, yeah. Um, he actually wrote some of that. And, um, the other one I remember now is, uh, there was, um, Peter Cannon Thunderbolt. There was a, a 12 yes. issue series of that that he did the art on and, um, not, uh, you know, not, uh, it was, it was an all right, uh, series, but I, I thought his, uh, his artwork on it was fantastic he did that with uh what's it uh Jose Marzan uh Jr and they were they were a really good pair but as I say I'm I'm pretty sure he did a bunch of uh issues of uh of Captain Adam and that was so, sort of in that last little run of the title before before it went away for reasons let's just not get into
1: uh, and he also find-
0: did some dark Stars.
1: I found a tweet where he said that uh, around this period, he was a bench warmer on the Legion books, getting called in to finish up and do fill-in issues for the regular teams. Yeah. He always hoped it'd lead to him getting a regular gig, but alas, it was not to get, alas, it was not to be, but he did get to play with some of his favorite DC characters. He's a big a, Legion fan. It's, man. A, That's it's cool. a
3: little annoying because based on these, you know, just these first couple of pages, his art's pretty appropriate for it.
0: Yeah. 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 You know, they, they did already have their guys who who both on both sides ran for a while. So I guess that was part of the, uh, the thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, so our guides to the 30th century are Tom Pyer, co-plotter and scripter, uh, Tom McCraw, co-plotter colors, Mike Collins. Don't know if you've heard of him, <laughs> but I uh, did a lot of stuff. Guest penciler, Mark Farmer on inks. Uh, Pat Rousseau, letters, Mike McEvaney, assistant editor, and Casey Carlson, editor. And I'm um, oh, on the wrong application. There we go. All right. And so we see all of the. Uh, so we see Saturn Girl saying a climate in here. How strange. Saturn Girl spent most of her childhood in deep, in deep intensive training. But she thinks it never prepared her for this. She's wrong. It was covered in rule number one, which states, if you know absolutely nothing about the place you wish to go, don't go there. Uh, Rule number two, even under ideal conditions, you and everything you care about, and we see a bunch of the legionnaires, as well as other assorted uh, alien nasties, i shouldn't be judgmental, Um, all kind of floating in this red mist in what looks like a cave, but it kind of has like a a biological look to it too. (laughs) Um, And um, it says everything, and uh, you and everything you care about will be vulnerable. And we see cosmic boy start to dissolve, uh, his costume dissolves, and then his skin dissolves and then he kind of dissolves into a, uh, like a sort of a a ray, a ray traced uh, um, outline will be vulnerable and raw and exposed. No power known can shield you, which leads directly to rule number three, get out. This makes me think of uh, of Eddie Murphy and his, uh, his talk about uh, the Amityville horror movies. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, oh, you get these white people, they go in there and uh, and they stay in this haunted house. And he says and he says, you know, we go in there and it's like, wow, honey, this sure is a nice place. Get out. Too bad we can't stay. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, don't stop for anything. Get out. Ignore them. Get out. They're not alive. Get out. They look just like your friends. Out. They have nothing to do with you. Get no. And then she wakes up.
1: I like that these pages do definitely set a mood. Uh, yeah. A little, little creepier than what you expect from the opening
0: of the Legion issue. 100%. Well, she, she, she,
3: she wakes up because she finds herself.
0: Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, but there's like, um, hang on. If she finds herself and it looks like she's. Is that violet she's on top of or cause I think? But cause dissolved. Oh. Dreams are messed up, man.
3: Oh. Yeah, it is kind of causes cost more than violets.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no matter, it's a dream. Goofy stuff happens in dreams. Um <laughs> uh, invisible kid comes over. Saturn girl, you okay? She says, I yes, yes, I'm okay. I just thought this would be easier, and Cam says, "Grebly, uh, Grebly, indeed." <laughs> um, she says, "I've telepathically transcended language barriers a thousand times." The chameleon's mind—it's like a morgue. What's going on in there? <laughs> Speebsporby. Borby. Uh, oh, this is a. Uh, um, so Lyle starts talking to Cam. Spieb Sporby, Saturn Girl, Kreen, Fowrog, Hoja, Hoja, Lebdeck Gornog, Fleen, Fleen. Cam says those bodies you saw are just morphing templates. See, to accurately shape shapeshift, Cam intuitively probes life forms and objects for their physical specifications and files them in his subconscious. That's all. That's all. It's those words that sting. Like when... Uh, Leviathan publicly announced that her telepathy was too fragile, too unreliable to be of much use. That was, of course, in uh, Legion 67. Of course, she was angry at the time, and now, or he was angry at the time, and now, so is she. Look, I'm a telepath, not an imp- interpreter. Damn it, Jim. Um, she says, if you, can, if you can't get along here, then learn the language. Dang. Um go hang out with Andromeda now, huh? Um or go back to Durla. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Yikes indeed. Um bunch of SP officers on uh, on a planet and uh um this is Durla, of course. Makes sense. Um and one guy is this place gives me gives me the creeps. The Durlans hate outsiders, commander. What are we doing here? like it or not they're in the united planets now so when we pick up reports of a massacre it's science police business so why aren't we dealing with the local authorities uh glad to let me know when you find them now fan out keep in contact and don't trust anything you see grumble mutter if it's so griefing dangerous why the hell are we splitting up you'd think and we see uh um a, what looks like a derlin in a uh, robe, you know, as we're used to seeing some mm-hmm. Um, you know, looking like a, a you know, an escapee from uh, um, a Lovecraft uh, book. And he says, you all right? No, of course you're not. <laughs> Dying? K- 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 dead. Grife. Buried a commander. Homing on my coordinates. We got a victim here, and then what looks like a tree behind him, or actually originally a uh, a stalagmite, um, reaches up and uh, and and turns into a monster and grabs him. Uh oh, fleeing, fleeing, and then it says, and then it cracks his neck. It says "fle, fle, fleh, which I think is how they laugh uh fleh, fleh. Ha, ha, ha. yeah yeah it's how they laugh all right and he transforms into uh into barry and uh commander says barry what's so funny you said you spotted a victim no commander two victims and he splorches out his hands and uh, uh impales one of them and uh i guess impales both of them and um and uh then he says when he
1: when he screams that two victims right there and in the first panel that smile just reminds me of alan davis's style for some reason
0: totally and and with mark farmer doing the inks i guess that's That's true that's true right and uh and of course uh uh collins and and uh davis had worked together on captain britain so you you know there's probably some some influence there for sure uh but yeah farmer i think i think that probably lies there um And uh, so he says, humanoids, they hold their shapes like rocks. Better off dead, I say. No wonder they build these ridiculous ships. Must be their only means of escape from themselves, splorch. And that's definitely a splorch. So there must be data storage on this ship. Online, oh, good. Any derlins in your databanks? banks? Derlin's registered with United Planets. Flig Nebel, secular leader. Gaz Daggle, religious. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and then we switch uh, back to Legion headquarters. And uh, Ayla has opened up a note that she has received. There be none of beauty's daughters with a magic like thee. And like music on the waters is thy sweet voice to me. Signed, your admirer. I like music. My voice is like music. Uh, who could this be? And uh, we see excess um, and uh, and appy over on the <laughs> over at the uh, table in the cafeteria. And she says, and then there's the selfishness gland, the lying gland, the immaturity gland, the stupidity gland that covers the relevant portions of the male anatomy. And excess <laughs> is sitting there. things can't be that bad apparition, can they? And uh, then a little robot uh, comes up um, with a cactus to deliver. Um, click Delivery to Apparition from Ultra Boy. Account code Mac 7834 r 4 tr 9 And she says, a cactus? He sends me a cactus? And uh, Tenzel's looking at all this, and he's 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 you know looking over his glasses, and he's like, Hey, you don't want it? And she says, Live it up, Tenzel. grife can I pick him or what? He's already got a girlfriend, and he thinks cactuses are romantic. Meanwhile, Tenzel seems to think they're delicious. And there's another one of those, uh, um, um, you know, on Tenzel, another one of those very, uh, yeah, (laughs) Davisian, um. Uh, uh, mouths. Um, all right, hang on. There we go. Sorry, I lost a couple of pages there. All right, there we are. Uh, we switched to the danger, I'm uh, the exercise room. <laughs> um, and uh, and it's Andromeda, it's just, uh, and uh, um, yeah, it was definitely not Violet in that picture because this costume is completely different. Um, she, you know, kind of, uh, you know, comes up to size as Andromeda shrinking violet. Don't you know it's dangerous to startle me like that? I could crush you like a we need to talk another surprise. I thought you were too timid to talk. Maybe. But this is important. The racists who beat up triad, they left behind a symbol, a white triangle. Of course, again, in LSH 67 She says, what could that possibly have to do with me? The gang at the nightclub were the same symbol. You insisted on apprehending them alone. I checked. There was no arrest record. But They never could have gotten away from you unless unless you let them. You may, of course, remember that. Um, and she smashes these tremendous weights together and says, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Andromeda. And she shrinks back down. And, um, and Andromeda, looking a little embarrassed with herself, says, just shut up. And then we switch back to uh to Imra. And she says it's all going wrong. She's at the window. Even the weather controls have gone offline. Routine maintenance, say the Atmotex. Storm isn't helping. Oh, it's, it looks like a red sky out there too. So I'd be careful. It does not go well for legionnaires. I'm just saying. Um the storm isn't helping. A flash of lightning, and she thinks, Garth. He's gone. Triad's in the hospital half the team feels useless apparitions heartbroken something's bothering violet she feels it all piling up and their accumulated weight makes even the simplest matters difficult breaking chameleon's language barrier would have helped keeping a civil tongue with him would have helped but nothing helps The team is rudderless, uninspired. She only added to the malaise by throwing herself a cosmic boy when she should be getting him to see things her way. Maybe it's not too late. Um, And we see um, pause at the uh, monitor board and uh, Leviathan's on the screen. He says, good to be back on Earth. Oh, Tangleweb sends regards from his cell. Thanks for letting me deposit him personally. I'm going to be here a while. The SP brass is screaming for the transfer report. And Cause says, "You must be exhausted, Leviathan. Can't you finish it later and transmit it from here?" You know how it is with these SPs. They're fussy as all. And then one, uh, and then someone's behind him and says, "Excuse me, that's my desk." I'll be done in a minute. I'm on with Cosmic Boy. And uh and it's Svon. She says, "Oh, Forgive me. I forgot how important the legion of superheroes are compared to the lowly science police. Don't start, Siobhan. I didn't say that. Kaz says, take it easy, you two. And uh, so we back to Siobhan. So let me get this straight. The legion's not more important, but you have the right to monopolize my desk? Even criminals are allowed one call around here, says, says Leviathan. And Kaz is just trying to smooth things over. Leviathan, Please. And, uh, sh- and, uh, Saturn girl says, uh, rock, can you handle that call all by yourself or shall I summon the team? Oh, damn. And he says, Saturn girl, I don't have time for this. She says, I can see that. Great. I don't know what's gotten into Wait a minute. That doesn't look right. Transferring to the main screen. Whoa. Leviathan Leviathan Schwan, Take a look at the officer by the West exit. What your boss is right, Jim. I've never seen this guy before. Excuse me, and he says, No, excuse me. And then a big ball of whoop, um, actually, whoop, uh, slides out of his chest and and whacks Shawn in the face. And, um, there it is, (laughs) indeed. Um, if I can't get that out of my head, we're gonna have words. All right, Mister. I don't know who you are or what you are, but you, you you just made a very serious mistake. As he gets big, and the guy says, "Big talk, <laughs> shape shifting." You're a Derlin. Full team alert. Legionnaire engaged. Assemble immediately at West Exit. Repeat. Full team alert. Huh? He's gone. But what's? And he's a bug that bites him, and down he goes. And one uh... well, of the SPs says, medikit, fast." One officer, one legionnaire down. What the hell is happening here? An officer did all of this. Pay attention. Big kid said it was a Derlin. A Derlin. Then he could be anywhere, anything. Then be ready for it. And we've got a whole bunch of uh, of uh, science police, you know, hoisting their blasters. And then we uh, see one that says, "That noise. You hear it in the rubble? There's something under there." And he zed. It's just a mouse, or maybe it isn't. And after several more minutes of searching in vain. Hang on. Ah, here we go. Sorry, my pages are holding off on turning, and then they're like turning too fast. Okay. Uh, The attention of the science police turns toward the casualties. That bite packed a lethal venom. Your size is all that saved you," says the uh, the doc. And he says, meaning he says, "Well, I wouldn't shrink for a little while." Great. And Schwann, lucky, just a broken back. Lucky. Uh, she'll miss a few days work, but we can fix her, right? See, there you go. Like that's uh, advances in medical science in the 30th century. And then a bunch of Legionnaires come in wearing their very cool Legionnaire raincoats. <laughs> Isn't
1: that one, uh, <ount> science police officer with the pinkish skin and the beard? Ha- haven't we seen him before in the old days? I can't remember his name.
2: I don't know. Uh, uh I think that he is
1: Henry <unsuccessfully>, <ustomed> Hagbard.
0: So you were you were major, Michael. Robot. You went straight. Annoyed. Yeah. Really, you were that I, guy I think, who delivered the cactus to uh Fanti.
2: Uh, I believe that is uh Commander Hagbard.
1: No, okay. it's Commander Quaff. Q U A V. I don't think it's oh, yeah. a
3: commander because he's the medical officer. You can see he's got it, the Red Cross on.
1: But it, in the, I'm looking at the who's who, and it's this Officer Quaff.
3: Oh, okay. All right. Well, so there you go. Pre-
0: Pre-Zero Hour. Yeah, oh, right. Good point. Good point. He made it through the continuity change. That's impressive. Yes. All right. Um, so, uh, but, you know, she'll miss a few days work with that broken back. But that's uh, that's what that has been reduced to by then. Um, and then the Legionnaires flying in their ponchos uh, as though they have all been to a Blue Man Group show. Leviathan, you Okay um excess says he looks all right to me uh-huh. um and uh lyle says so where's the bad guy and he says nice entrance but it would have been more impressive about five minutes ago the derlin's gone no he isn't i blasted him says the uh it says the, sci- the sp officer he took the form of the mouse not the smartest thing he could have nah nah says uh um says cam not mouse, not mouse. What's he saying? I think he's saying the mouse is not the Derlin. Isn't that right, Reep? Meep. And then the uh, the cop morphs into another Derlin and, uh, and in fact imitates Cam's costume and says, Did you all see him jump? I scared him half to death. Cam, oh, spare your concern, Cosmic Boy. This one's not worth it. He's a coward and a religious hypocrite, just like his whole filthy bloodline. All so frightened that they imprisoned me in a volcano and I still haunted their nightmares. Blig Rudzel says, uh, says Cam, still jabbering in the mother tongue. Come on, reap, we derlings assimilate for the love of what's this? A lightning beast? A Take lightning a drink, indeed. Well played. They were years ahead of their time on this book.
2: That is that is the most gratuitous use, gratuitous. <laughs> use of a lightning beast of corball that I think we've ever seen.
0: Which is which is something, because we've seen some fairly gr- gratuitous uses of them. <laughs> um, cute. He, sa- he says... Oops. Hang on. All right. I'm sure we can resolve that. Okay. Um... Says, cute, but I have to wonder, where's your lightning? Is he talking about Derlin's copy forms, not powers. Mm, interesting. He copied our language, didn't he? Never mind. If it's lightning he wants, he's come to the right place. And she's she crackles, zaps the guy, and um, he says, "Ha! So you're a lightning beast too, little girl? Let me try that." And and he changes into um, in, into spark with red eyes. I think you were right, Jim. Um, and she says, oh, and he says, oh, cuter even. I like this form. And then uh, there's a little crack-a-boom. Um, as uh, Spark and the lightning beast get zapped. I don't know. I, don't I think know.
2: that's pretty close to a
1: cathoom. What do you
2: think? Oh, yeah,
0: I'm taking it, taking a drink. Yeah. before
1: we're getting to this issue.
0: Um, but Derlin's can't do that, says Lyle. And uh, the Derlin in Ayla form says, You're right, they can't. Unless they've been genetically bred for war, used like weapons, and then declared a living sin by your little friend's religion. Oh. Andromeda, go. What? Where? Anywhere far away. If he copies your powers, we're dead. If you say so, I don't know what makes you think you'll beat him without me. Uh oh. Cosmic Boy, science police team approaching from spaceport wing. What's she doing? That monster will hear her too. Thanks, Andromeda. This situation's bad enough without the threat of hostages. And he throws a bunch of uh, of SP cruisers in their path. Back off, Legionnaire. This is SP Turf. And we'll defend ah, grief. And then the guy changes into uh, into Cause and says, "Destructive little beast, aren't you?" And he says, "You're calling me destructive? Well, you're right. I can be, but only when a madman like you makes it necessary." He says, "Ouch, madman! It seems like you're trying to insult me, boy." And um, but he changes it. Uh, you know, as Kaz throws one of his little uh, um, costume circles at him. And uh, he says, but never mind, I'll let it pass as he morphs into Fanty and lets the thing pass through him.
1: Oh, you mean Appy?
0: Appy, you're right. Take you got drink. it wrong.
1: Take a drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and It's one of those rare cases when he actually uses his little metal disc as a weapon, it's only a couple of times he does that.
0: Totally. And, it, and I mean, what a great idea, right? For the guy who controls magnetism to, you know, have this thing that he can then control. Um,
2: There's a uh, I've, I've got a story about that once they uh, uh, once Cosmic Boy reveals what the name of those disks are.
0: Oh. Very interesting. Um, anyway, um, Uh, kinetic says you do that big mouth you do that big mouth and be sure to stay focused on your next taunt while I stay focused on you the second you solidify they say what's this a pavement snake I don't think I'll be using this power much let's see I can phase through blast it with lightning grow until it bursts hells I can use the least of your powers and shrink away rude the least not when I use it uh, Derlin, nah, good sh- hack, good show, little girl. Must be difficult to summon such bravado when your a- Achilles heel is your opponent's feet, and he changes into Brainy, and um and uh, <laughs> and and uh, Leviathan says, "Thanks for copping Brainy, pal," as he backhands him. He says, "If you've gained his intelligence, you already know how incredibly stupid that was." And uh, and then we get, oh, grief! Actually, your green friends an analytical genius gave me a sudden inspiration. Why should I copy each of your powers? Are you ready, folks? When I can copy all of them and we get a composite legionnaire. Oh, yes. There's some Ayla, There's some Saturn girl. There's cause there's oh, all of them. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Leviathan says, "Cuz, tell me we can handle this. Cuz, two weeks from now in Legion of Superheroes sixty-nine, the Composite Man. Next month in Legionnaires twenty-six, the Workforce. Hooray! It'll good to see them again."
2: So and you know, uh, you'll you'll recall that um, in I think it was Superboy in the Legion number two thirty-four, somewhere around there there was a uh, the composite legionnaire they had been fused during an accident while uh uh picking scales off of space dragons right and and it was um uh free off the top of my head who who they were but that's what the it was they called it the composite legionnaire so that's what this is in homage to
1: nice. uh, See, i well, don't i don't i don't get the name update Composite man. I mean it's a derlin, definitely not a man. Why not keep it as a legionnaire? I I get changing the names of some things, but this is the one I never understood. Yeah.
0: You yeah. think
3: in, in this era they would call him the composite. Yeah. Composite. Actually,
0: that's that's yeah. very nineties. Uh yeah, totally.
2: Uh, it also brings to mind um who is the Fantastic Four villain?
3: Well, the Super scroll that
0: the has best
3: I love yeah. the Super Scroll <laughs> and the Super Adaptoid.
0: So, what was the difference between the Super Scroll and the Super Adaptoid?
3: The Adaptoid was all the Avengers, and he was a robot.
0: Oh, okay.
2: One was a Scroll and one was an Adaptoid. That was the difference.
1: Super Scroll was for Fantastic Four. Mimic I was waiting was for that response, Michael. <laughs> they were, they
3: were both green. That. And yes, Mimic was for the X Men.
1: Yeah, m- yeah, most teams have this. Justice League has this, Legion has this.
3: I've always found a mazo kind of weird just because he doesn't look like anything. He just has all their powers.
1: Yep. There was a, there was amazo and there was another one too. Mm. I can't remember the other one had the Justice League's powers, but there's another one.
2: And of course the Legion had Bion.
3: Yeah. Earthman. And, uh, well, Bayon uh, and Composite Superman.
1: Yeah, the Composite Superman. And Earthman. Yeah, I mean, he's a, a, he's, he, he's a
3: power duplicator, though. He's a he's. Yeah, more but he and
1: like... his one major story he used it to do the legions' powers.
3: Oh, he had all yeah. the powers at once. I forgot that. Okay, yeah, he, he can count.
1: Yeah, so th- this is a this is a common trope. Most major teams have them. I think the only major team that didn't have one was the Titans.
3: No
0: composite yeah. Titan.
3: Yeah.
2: No Composite Titan. No, they just
0: had teams that were basically uh, counters to each other powers. Yeah.
3: doppelkangers.
0: Yeah, essentially. Well, so there we go. And and so, yeah, lots of stuff coming up and should be interesting. Um, Just looking at the in the future, two weeks into the 30th century from now, the Composite Man's here and he's Excuse me. Going to finish off Cam after he has fun killing off the rest of the Legionnaires, of course. How can our heroes take down a Derlin who can mimic not only the team members' appearances but their powers as well? Will anyone make the supreme sacrifice for their teammates? Hey, why ask me? This ain't going to happen for another thousand years yet. Only Tom's McCraw, Empire, Mark Wade, Lee Motor, Ron Boyd, Bob Panaha, and Chriswell Carlson what uh, have the answer, which they'll give you in Legion of Superheroes sixty nine. One week after that, the science police name Officer Siobhan Air and their official liaison with the Legion. And boy, is she ecstatic. Not. Oh, that's so <laughs> 1993 or 1994, <laughs> or whatever this was. Yeah. Um, especially since the SP think your average Legionnaire is lower than Dur- Durland soil. Siobhan's first assignment in her new position to read up on each Legionnaire. This paves the way into backgrounds of three particular members, plus cool pinups of your favorite Legionnaires brought to you by Wade, Pyre and McCraw and featuring the artistic talents of Alan Davis, mm -hmm, Mark Farmer, Stuart Eminem, Mike Collins, Ron Boyd, Jim Hall, Lee Motor and Adam Hughes, all in Legion of Superheroes annual six. Yeah, that is a murderer's row of great uh, artists for sure. Um, And then the week after that, while the team sorts out the mess left by their battle with the composite man, mm -hmm, I think the Composite was better, Jim. You're right. Um, Apparition. Composo. Meets- <laughs> uh Meets up with Ultra Boy to sort out their feelings for each other. Unfortunately, being in rival super teams may doom the relationship before it starts. Breaking out the hankies are Pyre, McCraw, Jeff Moy, W.C. Karani, Pat Brasso, Casey, and me, the sensitive one, next month in Legionnaires 26. And that is, of course, Mac- Mike McAvaney. Um yeah. And uh so there we go. There we go. Um who's King Curtis? I don't understand. This month's cover shape shifts into high gear thanks to penciler Jeffrey Moy, Inker W. C. Karani and colorist Tom McCraw. Cover King Curtis.
2: I think Curtis King was a cover, like cover designer.
0: Oh. Okay, like it's Ed a...
2: Hannigan was for a while. Oh, right. DiPontino, so, uh, the... like an
0: art, art an art director.
2: Yeah, but but he had, um, uh, if I remember correctly, he was the guy who would propose cover layouts. Yes, and uh, um, so not kind of like a house style, but you know, here's a here's a sketch for this particular issue, and then the artists would go off and do that.
0: Yeah, because you're right. There was a period where Ed Hannigan did a lot of those, uh, like uh, right. where he would kind of give the direction on them, and then there were a whole handful that he would just draw. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he kind of yeah, and 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 I think he was kind of the de facto art director around that time, and um, and then I think after that it went to Richard Bruning for a very long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there we go. So that's that issue and uh oh well, there are many people who would call that their favorite issue and um and and jim do we have anything on that today i
3: oh that's a question isn't it michael yeah. you haven't
0: haven't had
3: our fun pick yeah, nine did. you did you did one yeah i did before yeah. i left yeah oh oh that's right you did uh that's right who don't i have yet oh let me check my uh, list well yeah, travis i think i got travis travis have you not done yours
1: you didn't like my answer.
3: Well, you said I, I understand that for reasons. <laughs> I mean, if that's your answer, then that's your answer, Travis. Yeah. Let the world know.
0: Let a, let that flag fly. Yeah. Seriously, Travis, let them know.
3: Tell them how much you love it.
1: Oh, I'll have to find my collage again and everything. <laughs>
2: Well I got trivia if you want to do that while Travis is finding his Let, thing. let's
0: let's let's uh, let's let's knock a couple of questions out whilst he's looking. Let's, let's do it.
2: All right, we got some trivia. Uh question number 1, in order of first appearance in publishing history from 1958 until today, mm. who was the first legionnaire who did not use a code name?
3: Oh, um kent shakespeare well no he had a code name
0: oh, he had one. oh um,
3: yeah i forgot i forgot impulse is technically his code name
0: yeah yeah i'm just trying to think because my well
3: in that case it would be like uh block. projectra yeah projectra
0: princess
2: projectra is the correct answer
0: yeah it's funny because my immediate thing was to go to tellus but that wasn't his name <laughs>
2: ganglios was his name
0: that's right yeah yeah so he was like the first one i thought of it. it's like no wait a second that wasn't his name <laughs> uh, all right que-
2: nice. question number two in what storyline did we see the deaths of element lad ultra boy and triplicate girl plus green arrow adam batman and dr fate uh,
3: what, what three legionnaires
2: Element Lad, Ultra Boy, and Triplicate Girl. Plus Green Arrow, Adam, Batman, and Dr. Fate.
3: What event? Event. That Ultra Boy died in. I mean, off the top of my head, I'm thinking the JSA crossover, but I don't remember anyone dying and coming back in that one.
0: What What throws me is... is... yeah cuz um huh ah. so because mm-hmm. my my first thought like like you know i started thinking zero hour for a minute cuz you know technically all of the legionnaires went um and then we got I'm the, thinking, the um, Legionnaires. and but i started, I started no, thinking final
3: are, final crisis cuz I know batman died in that one
0: these are well, the only legionnaires I mean, who died did. in
2: that storyline he
0: he went back in time but yeah yeah we didn't know that at the time Well, we did. They showed it on the last page. Oh, well, never mind then. (laughs) Um, mm, Yeah, I don't know. uh, Because, like, you know, they'd been kind of teasing the Green Arrow thing around the time of Zero Hour, and then they actually finally did it. Um,
3: I mean, it could be an Elseworlds story, but I can't think of any that would...
0: Oh, it could it be the, like, uh, one of the nail stories like the, maybe the second one
3: i know ultra boy's in the second one but i don't think he dies i think he's just there okay.
0: because that would be something that would have all of them in there and that and the stakes yeah. are low so killing them off is kind of uh easy but he said event and that's not an event that's a mini series
2: no all i said was storyline oh
0: storyline okay. right yeah, Sam. That's probably the one I would go with, having not read it in 30 years, or however yeah, many I'll, years since it came out.
3: I, I, I'll be honest, I'm stumped too. Another, another Travis, nail is my is yeah. my best guess, but I don't think it's right.
2: Uh, Travis, do you have a guess? Mm. Travis is busy looking for his.
1: No, I just found it. Oh. Uh another nail sounds like closest, but I haven't. Yeah, yeah, not 100 percent sure on that one.
2: Uh, the answer, which I have stumped you with, is DC Wildstorm Dream War. Oh.
3: Wow! It was
2: the J- the JLA, the Legion, uh, versus the uh the Wildstorm
1: yeah. teams. Hmm. Yeah, that what? that mini series was terrible.
2: What so- was that called? DC slash Wildstorm Poland Dream War, but it was just a dream, and it was all retconned at the end. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well well that, that's a that's a that's a legion appearance I am completely unfamiliar with. Yeah, no geez, kidding. Yeah, the oh, silver hey, age G- really disappears and takes on the authority. Giffen wrote this and he didn't kill Karate Kid. I can't believe it.
2: Uh, he was already dead, I think.
3: Nah.
0: But it was a dream. He went to kill him and they said and and the uh and the funeral home said, We already got one. Take a drink.
1: Yes. Yeah, they were like Our- if I remember right, not only was it a dream, so it wasn't actually the characters. It was like a kid who had read DC Comics idea of the characters who fought them, or
0: something weird like that. Something weird like so that. So, is this is something that that came out shortly before, um, um, uh New Fifty Two, uh, ninety
3: eight. So it was actually. Oh, really? That far back? No yeah. kidding! Wow. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, at we it right never
2: now. covered it on the show
3: uh we don't we don't need to cover from it. from the okay. look of it i think uh we you are okay
1: <laughs> i think it, right. it was there's no way that was 98 that had to be after huh
3: Cumber says 98 and says june 98 through november 98
0: really that kind of stuff happens to me all the time travis i feel you
1: no, you're not old. I'm old. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, not
2: ninety-eight.
3: Oh, wait. oh, I'm sorry. Did I say ninety-eight? I, I yeah, meant I to, say, to say. There's no way I it was. I was, a, I was about to say. I. I, I meant two thousand eight. I guess okay. it would have had
0: to have been after he sold to DC, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah,
3: but that. that Feel like '98 was roughly when that happened. Maybe not. Maybe it was 2000. No, it was 2000 because that's right. That's when ABC Comics was the thing. That wasn't the sale. Yes, happened. that's right. Yeah. Anyway, yes, I meant 2008. So yes, it was still before New Fifty Two.
1: Yeah, there you go.
2: All righty, I stumped you with that one.
3: I mean, that's a good stumpage. That thing is obscure stump- as hell. I
2: can yep. stump you.
3: With this one, hold on, Michael. You've gone robot again. Uh, It's a six-issue
2: miniseries written by Keith Giffen. It's not that obscure.
3: I've never heard of it.
2: And yeah, it was a six-issue (laughs) miniseries.
3: Keith
0: Giffen has written a lot of stuff,
3: (laughs) and I'll be honest. And I'll be be honest. If I had seen this in the wild, I would have completely dismissed it because it's. It's logo is like the most generic fantasy, like toy line tie-in looking logo I've ever
0: seen. <laughs> it, 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 no way did Todd Klein design that one. He said, realizing yeah. he, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows?
2: All right. Question number three. In Action Comics number 287, we first meet Wizzy. Who is a thirtieth century descendant of Streaky the Super Cat, oh, and who helps Supergirl save the Legion? Where did we meet Wizzy next? Mm.
3: I Wizzy. do not
1: know this one. I remember Wizzy's first appearance, but I do not remember any follow up on Wizzy. <laughs> yeah,
3: I don't I'm know saying. anything about no Wizzy. <laughs> I know about the Wizzer. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, this is Wizzy the Super Cat.
3: Is it? Was it in like? Um, was it in like that? Um, oh, that like cartoon looking Super Pets book. Forget nope. what it's called. No, no idea. Uh, yeah. well, Travis,
2: was, Travis was on the right track. Uh, if this is a trick question. This was his only canonical appearance outside of a couple of reprints. Wizzy never joined the Super Pets.
0: How sad and never made it to the super pets movie obviously
2: yes uh question number four this one hopefully will be a little easier uh in adventure comics number 373 the creators inserted a clue into the center of the book to identify uh or to the identity of the tornado twins what was the clue
0: so sorry, we you roboted out at the beginning there. So adventure three eighty six. Go ahead.
3: He's,
1: we may we may have lost Michael.
3: Michael, are you gone? All right. So whatever issue that I guess whatever whoa, whoa, whoa. There okay. he is. That's him. You cut it. You cut out completely, Michael. You have to start all over again one more time.
2: Uh okay, one more time. Can you hear me?
3: yes testing
2: one two three all right (laughs) in adventure comics 373 the creators inserted a clue in the center of the book as to the identity of the tornado twins what was that clue
0: i don't recall i did buy. i remember buying that issue at one point but it is buried in the long boxes could it have been a house ad for the Flash?
2: It could have been, but it was not.
0: <laughs> this, this was
2: this was part of the story.
3: Was it possibly uh, like a, the 30th century version of the Flash Museum?
2: Uh that was that was in there, but that was not uh that was later when the Tornado Twins met the Legion. It was at the Flash Museum. Where they revealed their identities, ah.
3: hmm. but this
2: was earlier in the book.
3: Yeah, I don't recall. I I don't remember reading Same. this one recently. All right,
2: the the title for chapter two was called "Fun Loving Allens Colon Superheroes." F L A S H.
3: Not so much a clue as slapping your face with it. <laughs>
0: I mean, when they're yeah, because when they're called Allens, that should that yes. should be and our And then giveaway, spelling yeah. out the word Flash. Yes, <laughs>
2: that was a clue. Which adventure issue was this? Three seventy three. It was the uh, um, appearance of the Tornado Twins.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Right, I don't I didn't recall that. Yeah.
2: Last one. Uh, the 1976 DC calendar gave birth dates to over 300 characters, and this is where we get the, uh, you know, the birth dates of all of the legionnaires. Yes. And so, so in 1976, we got the birth dates of all of those who were legionnaires at the time, which included up through Dawnstar. Um, statistically improbable was that nobody shared a birthday. Yes. Uh, if you have if you have 23 people there's a greater than 50% chance that any two of them have a birthday or share the same date if you're looking at 150 people you're looking at a 99.99999999999% chance of a match yeah but with but with 300 characters only one legionnaire shared a birthday with somebody else who was that Legionnaire who shared a birthday with somebody else?
3: Wait a minute. Hold on. All right, I'm waiting. Is it is it Lightning Lad and Lightning Lass?
0: That is it. Wow.
3: Of course. Yes. Yeah. And Mac. It,
0: it seems. It seems. Um, um, oh wait, now Mac.
3: He's your brother. Yeah.
0: It, it it seems, um, statistically, uh, likely that twins would share a birthday. Doesn't
2: it? I agree. Yes.
0: <laughs> I uh,
2: it's, it's say probably a 99.999% chance because some of them would be born like one before midnight and one after midnight.
0: It could happen. And exactly. Could happen. Yeah. Uh, no, it's funny. You say that we were talking about duplicate birthdays earlier today. We went to, uh, uh, one of my old neighbors, uh, her, um, her grandchild's uh, like they, they had a little sort of party for the, uh, for the grandkid and um, and uh, he shares a birthday with me. So um, uh, so we were talking about that and Jan was saying about how, like, you know, she had an aunt or a great aunt who with, with whom she shared a birthday and uh, and she said for most of her life, it was like, it was all about them, you know, finding a way to do something together on their birthday. And uh, so, yeah, that's neat stuff. Very cool. Um, so, Travis, are you ready?
1: Sure. So, uh, this is the whole thing with the uh, top nine single store single issue thing, Legion things. Yeah. And I don't like lists like this. Uh, <laughs> but, Reject them. But Jim, Jim insisted, so under protest. uh, I just picked uh, a nine-way tie for the best single issue of Legion of all time, which would be Legion of Superheroes number 268, <laughs> the introduction of Dr. Mayaville. Yes. Uh, so, for those who don't know, uh, he is a creation of uh, J.M. DeMatteis and Steve Ditko. Mayavell is a former Avataran monk who obtained complete knowledge of all his past lives, and it drove him insane. He claimed that he had done nothing but good in too many of his past lives and therefore had to do evil now in order to balance the karmic scales. He also claimed that Dream Girl, Chameleon Boy, and Karate Kid had known him in his past lives and that they had betrayed him. So he tried to kill them, and the Legionnaires eventually defeated Mayvel, but he vowed that he would return one day. We have yet to see that follow-up story, but I still hold out hope. Any day now. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they go digging through that goes leftover archives and there is an undrawn issue somewhere but uh Very nice. i've actually you- read that issue multiple times <laughs> uh and uh it's just so bizarre but um yeah it's a nine-way tie there's, there's nothing that can beat that
2: That's have fair. you put together a visual reference for dr mayaville i have of course.
3: <laughs> I, I will say that issue does have uh, Dream Girl kicking a little ass, which yes. I do appreciate when they give her but some uh, action moments.
2: But it's drawn by Ditko, so that kind of balances it out. Yeah. Oh. It, it, it well, the Perez cover, right?
1: Yeah, George Perez cover.
2: Yeah. It, it it kind of karmically balances it out.
0: Yes, indeed, indeed. See, and that's the image I have in my head of Dr. Mayvale. So, um, yeah. It Although is, I wish I
1: mean, the cover, they had colored his arms correctly. They're supposed to be green.
0: Sons of bitches.
1: That always bothers me. Uh,
2: did they did they correct the coloring when it was reprinted? No, in the, uh, they've never corrected the color. Oh. No.
0: The nerve. The nerve. Well, um, You know, I think that uh, in looking at, you know, some of the uh, the great um, Legion villains and other villains uh, say that might have a birthday today, say, uh, oh, no, wait, she was good. Uh, Beauty of Savannah, Dr. Savannah's good daughter was born today, Um, but her father, a little bit of a bastard, right? Am I right? And so we look at the great villains of history. Is there anything that happened this week in Legion history, Michael?
2: Oh, I thought you were gonna go after uh uh Dr. Mayavale was uh, uh had found that those three legionnaires had uh defeated him or annoyed him at some point in history. And oh by the way, I thought that's what you were <laughs> going go. for that.
0: No, but there you go. You have uh you have managed to uh to double segue yourself.
2: All right. Well, since you brought it up, it's a good thing that I'm ready for it. Uh, 60 years ago in 1963, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, number 70. Jimmy and Professor Potter spread rumors concerning the existence of silver kryptonite, a hitherto unknown variety of kryptonite. Later, Jimmy summons Superman to Professor Potter's lab where they unveil a fake meteor of silver kryptonite but it's really a hollow uh, phony rock inside our silver life masks of Superman's friends. Element Lad arrives in the 30th century to turn the table that the meteor rests on into a silver pedestal. Jimmy reminds Superman that it's the 25th anniversary of the day he adopted Metropolis as his official home, (laughs) which uh, it, it, it was actually for the 25th anniversary of Superman's first appearance in comics. But if this is the 25th anniversary, of the day he adopted Metropolis as a, as his official home, then that would put Superman probably uh, at 25 plus, say, 18 when when Clark left Smallville yeah. to go to. Yeah. So, yeah, it's best not to do math in public there, guys. <laughs> uh, but Element Lad has a cameo in that one. Ah. Uh, 35 years ago, 1988 legion of superheroes volume three number 50 the legion finally battles the time trapper at the end of time in the battle a legionnaire dies a green lantern returns and the legion is never the same again and we covered that in episode 400 on that That's same right day, and that was
0: that was one of my uh one of my nine issues my nine and a bit issues it's good one. on
2: the same day in 1988 it was superman volume two number 21 Part one of the Supergirl saga, a woman wearing a suit similar to Superman's appears, but with different powers like shape-shifting, and Superman soon realizes she's from the pocket universe. The Legion has a cameo in a flashback. And also, also, on the same day, is Who's Who update 88 number two with an updated entry for Mordrew. Twenty-five years ago, in nineteen ninety-eight, it's Legion Volume Four, Number One Hundred Six, The Dark Circle Rising, Part Two. The twin presidents of Wynneth have been assassinated, and the murder is Chameleon. What? And we'll look for this. We'll look for this one in uh, around summer of twenty twenty-six. So, uh, uh, fifteen years ago, in two thousand eight, DC Wildstorm Dream War Number Two universes collide, the Justice League versus the Authority, the Legion versus Stormwatch, the Justice Society versus Tranquility. When opposites meet, chaos
3: reigns.
0: What was Tranquility? I don't know. Mm.
2: Some Wildstorm team?
3: Yeah. I think Gail Simone wrote it. Really? I think it was it. Welcome to Tranquility.
1: Yeah, she
2: did
0: write that.
3: And Gen
2: 13 was in there, too, somewhere.
0: Of course they were.
2: Uh, Also in 2008, Justice Society of America, Volume 3, Number 15. uh, This is when Starman was a member. uh, Thy kingdom come continues. The cracks begin to show within the Justice Society as the heartbreak slayer stands revealed. Now the JSA are face-to-face with an ancient being whose mission to help the world surpasses even their own. And finally, 970 years from now, in the year 2993, in the five year later timeline, Universal hires Grin, a mercenary who previously served with Zarian and the Dark Circle, to work for the anti Earthgov resistance on Earth. It does not work out well for him. <laughs> and that is this week in Legion of History. <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, poor grin. Will he ever win? No, oh, no, no, he got, he, will he, not. Got,
2: he got pushed out of the airplane off panel in between issues, or he died en route to his home planet.
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All righty then, folks. Comments, as always, can be uh, sent to us at leisure substitute podcasters at gmail.com. Uh, we are uh, on the Facebooks where you can join in the conversation at uh, facebook.legionsubstituepodcasters. com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast, and in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website dot com. We can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. And uh, we're going to go back to uh, where they were deciding on the colors for Dr. Mayavale. And we're going to get that fixed. We're going to get that fixed. I got your back, Travis. Traveling back in time to fix this for you. And we will see you all next week.